A hip-hop superstar is back with a soulful new album, CeeLo Green, on the Music Universe podcast. I've been driving around town with the girl I love, and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> that feels so, so good to do that. Just with, like COVID, fuck you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, Sorry, that's not the radio edition. That's all, right. all the sensitive country fans. What are they doing going hip hop? Ah, you, you did this yourself. How was it? It was fantastic. In fact, he is a hip hop superstar, but oh yeah, he's a, a great vocalist. He's got a brand new album coming out June 26th. It's called CeeLo Green is Thomas Calloway. That's his birth name. And um, he is doing some first time stuff here he recorded this thing in nashville with a full band behind him as opposed to tracking and he teamed up with the oh, black cool. keys dan auerbach for uh, producing duties he also this is one thing that is really going to bring this whole thing together make it even more soulful teamed with songwriter bobby wood do you know who that is i know the name yeah yeah he's recorded uh well, he's written, I should say, Talking in Your Sleep by Crystal Gale and What's Your Name, What's Your Number by Andrea True Connection. Um, he's also teamed with uh, some other songwriters such as uh, Paul Overstreet. You've got to know that name. Oh, of course. Yeah. And uh, uh, Roger Cook, who's written uh, You've Got Troubles, I'd Like to Teach the World to Sing Long Cool Woman in a Black Dress. Mm -hmm. um, he's also a Songwriters Hall of Fame member. And uh, some of the musicians, Johnny Cash's bass player, Dave Rowe, also Bobby Wood, who also uh, performed with Chris Christopherson, George Jones, and Elvis. Gene Chrisman, he was with Elvis, Roy Orbison, Dusty Springfield. And Russ Paul has uh, played with Don Williams, Miranda Lambert, and Taylor Swift. So oh, wow. quite the noteworthy Nashville musicians and songwriters that are featured on this album. Great. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. I can't wait to hear it. All right, CeeLo Green, welcome to the Music Universe podcast. How are you doing today, and uh, how are you staying busy during the quarantine? Hi, buddy. I'm having a great day so far. Um, Atlanta, Georgia has been beautiful, um, and I've stayed busy uh, these past few months uh, with family, um, doing um, a daily regimen of prayer, meditation, uh, food, talking, uh, laughing, you know, uh, and working out and producing music. So that's been our regimen for probably every day of the last, you know, eight weeks. Awesome. All great things to kind of keep your mind uh, astray from all this. No, absolutely. It's, it's been, we've used it as an opportunity to kind of be, um, you know, introspective and, and self-improving, you know, uh, you know, an opportunity as opposed to an ordeal. Oh, absolutely. And you mentioned uh, producing. Uh, are you producing, uh, are you finishing up the, the new record or just producing some other uh, music? Well, my son is a musician and a producer and engineer. So uh, we had a home uh, recording workplace uh, set up and I've just been kind of recording at my leisure, doing some, some verses uh, for, for Goody Mob's new project that we're working on as well. And um, also doing some other little collaborative things that, that I have to the to the side. 
Right on. And that was a question I was going to ask a little later about Goody Mob album. Um, when can, uh, and I know you're working on it. Do you guys have a release date yet, or is it just kind of uh, as you get done? Well, we're trying uh, to uh, be expedient you know, about the process without uh, the quality suffering. But we were tentative for, for an August release. I think we I think we can make the deadline uh, because we're getting into a groove now. Awesome! Yeah, those grooves uh, really work out sometimes when you can just uh, get in there and get things going, and especially you know put putting the time into it that you're you're capable of at this point. Absolutely. Now, are you uh, writing? Uh, has this COVID nineteen thing inspired any new uh, songs or anything? Yeah, actually, it has. I think uh, very. Um, very directly, and then also, um, you know, um, essentially, you know, it's been an inspiration, but I do believe that we address it uh, very deliberately and directly as well. You know, you know what I mean? Because oh, it's, sure. such, uh, it's such a, uh, you know, uh, uh, a pretense and a context, you know, for, for writing. You can't, you can't evade it. You know what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's polarizing. Oh yeah, absolutely. You're back with new music after five years. You've released a couple of singles, very soulful. I've listened to them very, um, very, you know, digging that, uh, kind of 70s soul sound. Um, how does it feel to be back with uh, new music after that, uh, long of a time away from it? Well, it's a wonderful feeling, um, to be welcomed back. Uh, to such a warm embrace and uh, and, and and positive uh, reception. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like that's always the vulnerability uh, of uh, the eve of release of any project. I think almost with any and every artist has that, you know, that that uh, six degree of separation, that moment of humanity when you, when you feel that you've committed to something and you've done and you've literally done your best. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all now subject to popular or unpopular opinion. So it's a very awkward uh, and unnerving place to be. Uh, but you just have to be confident and you have to just kind of uh, do uh, your best effort and, and go out on the, the faith, you know what I mean? Like, and the confidence of your talent, you know, and, and, and the strength of your instinct. Oh, absolutely. And, uh you kind of did something different with uh, this project. You uh, recorded it in Nashville. You actually had a live band. Tell us um, the name of it, the release date, and uh, how all this came about and what you're excited most about, you know, doing this type of uh, recording as opposed to separately. Yeah, well, uh, we recorded in Nashville. So that that uh, stripped-down Southern soul uh, sensibility is really apparent. Uh, as it was a product of the environment, um, massively produced uh, and 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 sonically superior, uh, you know, thanks to the the uh, inner vision of, of Dan Auerbach, who did a wonderful job producing me uh, vocally and and producing this album. Um, yeah, it was it was a, a first time experience. I had never recorded a full length project uh, all live and in real time, so it was sobering and intoxicating all at the same time. Um, and you know, I think that you know it 
you know, it lends itself to my um, reincarnations here and there throughout my entire career. Um, I try to be, and I succeed at being um, dynamic, um, all stemming from the same self, if you will. You know, um, my, my personal listening palette is very varied and vast. I listen to all types of music. I've ingested it. I've internalized it. I've invited it. And I reiterate it in a real way uh, that is my own personal signature. Um, and so I'm always proud to reinvent and to innovate in some way um, in hopes that I can be an inspiration to other artists to not abide by, you know, the law and order and constriction of, you know, commercial outlet or what have you, um, you know, you know, wander off of the beaten path. Uh, sometimes you have to get lost to find yourself. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's paid off for me. So it's, uh, it's an aesthetic that I've used time and time again, that is very, uh, innate and, and natural for me. And, uh, and it's being received in a very genuine way. And so that's all that I could ever ask for. So I'm very happy with the, with the outcome and the finished product. Yeah, and it's called uh, CeeLo Green is Thomas Calloway. It's out June 26th. And you're not only working with Dan, but you're working with a lot of Nashville session and songwriters that uh, are just uh, up and down the, um, the music cities, you know, who's who. Um, can you tell us uh, what that felt like and uh, just some of the people that uh, you've worked with here? Yes, um... You know, Bobby Woods, uh, to, to name one. Um, we, we, I, I was introduced to everyone uh, for the first time. Uh, I was meeting, you know, these very legendary Nashville musicians um, and, you know, just kind of being brought up to speed about their uh, very illustrious careers, um, you, know, or, you know, and it was just, you know, it was an incentive for me to rise to the, the occasion and bring my A game because I didn't realize that I was in the room with such, uh, you know, legendary people, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you got, uh, you got Dave Rowe, uh, who else is there? You've got Jane Chrisman, you got Russ Paul. You know what I mean, you know, it's just, the list goes on, you know, um, oh, oh yeah, Paul Overstreet, you know, so, so, so many great names. And, you know, for those of you in your audience who don't know those guys, you know, go, go and Google them and, and see, know that these guys really brought greatness you know um and a wealth of knowledge and uh just you know you know superiority to to, to the production and to the sonic value uh of this album and so yeah like you know it's solid man it's a really solid body body of work you know absolutely and we're definitely looking forward to uh checking that out when the full project's released um could there possibly be any uh country collaborations in the work since you were in music city well you know um it's it's one of those situations of where you know you have to be invited in and you know, Dan being a resident of nashville you know he's basically uh you know welcomed me you know as a guest um you know, and, and, you know, we are relative. I, I'm, I'm just not too far up the road in Atlanta, Georgia. So, you know, I'm, I'm most certainly a country boy at heart, but at heart, and I'm definitely a, a, a Southerner overall and in general. So, like, you know, we are relative in that nature. 
um, and in that, and in that, uh, in that, in that way. So, you know, I would, I would jump at the opportunity to work with just about anyone, you know what I mean? Who, who would want to work with me, you know, as long as it, as long as, long as it makes sense chemically, you know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. I think that's the, the most important part. And I know you, uh, you joined uh, Casey Musgraves, uh, was it last year, I guess, at the Ryman? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we, we were trying to do something with Casey, uh, for this project actually, but you know, scheduling did not necessarily permit and we were kind of moving at a, at a different kind of pace, mm-hmm. but, uh, she, uh, you know, she's like, um, a sister, you know what I mean? Like, you know, uh, you know, we'll get the opportunity at some point in the near future to, to actually go in and do something great for people. Yeah, absolutely. And that'll be a great, uh, great collaboration there. I, I'm, I'm sure you guys had some, uh, tour dates affected by this, right? So were in, were there any concerns with releasing the album during this pandemic or is it just like you're thinking like the rest of us, it's universal. We need to get this music out there and let people, you know, kind of get away from everything. Well, you know, definitely music is a healthy distraction. Um, I consider it to be essential work. Um, and, you know, this was, again, yet another opportunity uh, that was timely in a way of where, you know, people were kind of uh, feeling nostalgic because it kind of uh, put us, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a frame of mind of where we kind of, all went back to the basics and the bad necessities and you kind of realize what was important. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was just family and, and, and closeness and togetherness and love and laughter, you know, um, and those simple things in life. You know what I mean? Like when life can be so complicated, you know, uh, and demanding otherwise, you know, um, so this was an opportunity for people to not only hear the music, but really listen to it. Um, and, 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 feed off of the the sustenance and the substance of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it becomes tangible in that way. And people can really, uh, people could really use the good energy, you know. Um, and so I was glad that I actually had it, uh, you know, to share. I mean, I had enough to share. You know what I mean? And and it's, it's just a beautiful thing. Oh, absolutely. And you're actually inviting fans to be part of your new music video for doing it all together. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, you know, you kind of you kind of write a song, um, not realizing that you know it could take on another life or another uh, context or be expounded upon. You would all, always want people to interpret it in a way of where it's relative to them on a personal level. Um, so therefore, you know, it's written about um, you know a a, a a couple you know lo- loving each other and, and and pulling their weight and doing it together. You know the equality that we would all want in our partnerships with our with our mates, um, but then also um, it lends itself to the human race and the human condition of us. You know, finding empathy and compassion for those who are less fortunate. You know, those who have lost, those who need. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and and those and those who need to be needed. Those who feel more purpose in helping um, and sharing them them themselves. And so, therefore. Um, you know, all of the essential workers from nurses to policemen to, um, uh, to Uber drivers, when we partner with Lyft, you know I mean? Like people who are actually, you know, boots to the ground doing the essential work, you know, we're really hand in hand across the, the world, you know, doing this all together, getting through it. You know what I mean? Like helping each other survive. You know what I mean? Like 
and helping each other smile in the face of the adversity. Oh, absolutely. And we'll all get through it one day and we'll be out watching live shows again. I can't wait for that. I can't wait. You know, and anybody who wants to be a part of the video for doing it all together, uh, they can go to my IG and join, um, you know, uh, join the project, you know, by clicking on a link in my bio. And people can get more informed about it. And everybody's welcome. We're, we're all we're all one family, man. Like, you know, uh, uh, there's no uh, class or race of people that are affected more uh, we all are affected or we all should be affected if anybody's affected. You know what I mean? Like we should all show humanity and humility because this is something that could have, you know, come right up to anyone's doorstep and it did not discriminate. So therefore we should not segregate ourselves or become hateful, you know, in the midst of such a, um, an opportunity to, to, uh, to, to grow closer and, and, and reunite and reconnect as, as a human race. Oh, 100% agree to that. It's unfortunate that it's taken this COVID-19 thing to kind of make everybody see that, but we got to continue it once this thing is done. We've got to continue it. We've got to uh, intercede it uh, into the art form and the diet of music and entertainment that we uh, that we ingest, uh, you know, on a daily basis. Like, you know, like this will curate, you know what I mean, um, uh, and, and, and counterbalance, you know, uh, what music is it can be typically utilized as is a means of escapism or a means of just uh, solely entertainment. You know what I mean? Like we could put these fundamentals back into the music the way that it once was. There's never been a generation of where the music didn't reflect the times. So you know you can you can cross reference to the '60s and the and the music of Woodstock and and, and those movements and. You can look at the, the footage, the raw footage, you know, the stock footage and all of those spectacular images of that time and the music uh, correlate completely. It's a perfect sonic backdrop and, and support system uh, for what we were dealing with as a society then. And so, therefore, now, you know, we, we should not be dealing with separatism, you know what I mean, racism, hatred, you know, uh, or any of those things. You know what I mean? Like, we should deal with the politics that divide one from the other, you know, maybe we can address it, you know, in that context, but then also in a human context, address what needs. And, you know, you know, we could, we could reference, go back to Burt Bacharach, you know what I'm saying? What, what the world needs now is love, love, love. You know what I mean? Like that, that song, has, that song means so much oh, yeah. now, just as much as it did then, you know what I mean? Even more so. So I, as CeeLo Green, am quoting the artist Burt Bacharach, who just had a birthday recently, I, 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 and I know this because I know him personally. You know, I really have really good friends, legends in the in this industry, and I say his name to also do what I always do, and that's educate and inform about music as well too. So somebody may know the name CeeLo Green, they may not know the name Burt Bacharach. So I endorse him. I endorse music education and and historical account, and go back and be informed and being inspired by all of the greatness that's been done. Don't forget about what's, what's been great and the way music has been used, utilized as a greater good for us. Oh, absolutely, because it evolve, all evolves from the past. Absolutely, absolutely. That's the only way something can remain timeless if it, if it stays connected. If, it, if, it, if it's a trend, that means it's just a, a freak of nature. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, uh, but if it's timeless, 
it, it's it's more it's it's only a, 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 a an evolution and a continuum. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way it's got to continue. Um, so to to step back uh, in time a little bit as well, since we're on that subject, were you surprised at the radio success of Forget You? Oh uh, yeah, I was actually. You know, because it all happened so quick. This was a time before we um, had really seen lyrics, lyric uh, videos, and things of that nature. Um, I want to say that Forget You was probably one of the first ones. It was the first one for me I had ever seen. And I think it was such an innovation online that you uh, you couldn't miss it. Um, and then it was so absurd, uh, the, uh, the, the explicit version. Um, it was just absurdity. And, and you know, th- there's a lot of good music and entertainment um, that comes from that notion <laughs> to be just uh, ridiculous and absurd. I mean, yeah. like, you know, uh, it does have a satire and a sense of humor to it. You, you know what I mean? And I think, oh, yeah. you know, uh, all good things, you know, come with those working parts, you know, uh, uh, not taking yourself too seriously. Yeah, no, you, you got to poke fun of yourself sometimes. And that's a great song as well. And uh, I know you've seen a lot of success from that. A lot of uh, mainstream, um, pe- you know, people kind of took you a little more mainstream than than people may remember. And, uh, of course, being on The Voice, which you just returned to as well, what was that like to step back, uh, you know, on that platform? Uh, it, was, it was awesome. We, wa- we watched it last night. Uh, you know, we, we covered a great song, Pete Townsend's uh, Let My Love Open the Door. Um, uh. You know, I'm a fan of Pete Townsend, a fan of The Who. Uh, once before in England and he said some really kind things to me and you know England really embraced me uh so yeah um so it, it was an honor to do it alongside you know the John John Legend and uh Kelly Clarkson you know my good friend Blake Shelton uh Nick Jonas you know to, to name all of the coaches that, that I saw and some of the other uh, uh contestants um from the teams on the voice so it was it was really nice it, it, it was like a, it was like if you blinked, you missed it almost. So, yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it though. Awesome, and that brings me to uh, kind of rounding uh, this out. Now you've transitioned into reality TV star. What's your favorite thing about doing reality TV versus music? Let's say. Um. Well, I think um, I think you have that internal dialogue with doing television because. You're conscious just enough uh, to profess what it is that you're doing, the capacity that you're working in, but then there's also that um, that that skin that you shed, and you know you just allow um, allow your, your, yourself to be animated by the opportunity, the the spirit of spontaneity and impulse, and you know all of these are stages you know, to, uh, to kind of exercise those demons and, 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 you know, act and think out, think out loud. So, uh, it's, it's a nice, uh, duality of, you know, being mindful, but then also being open, you know what I mean? And letting the energy, you know, animate you. So, you know, it, it, it's cool doing television. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the final question here, what prompted you to agree to do the British version of the mass singer? Well, because I'm, I'm a fan of, you know, over the top and, you know, pageantry. I mean, you know, on any given day or any given performance of my own, I mean, 
you know, I've worn stuff, you know, almost as over the top, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'm a, I was inspired uh, uh, showmanship-wise by the likes of the Elton Johns and the Liberaces of the world. And, you know, so um, Max Singer lends itself to that type of uh, caliber, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, you know, uh, so, no, it, it's right down my alley, and I got the opportunity, and I jumped at it, you know, and, um, yeah, so, no, it was great. Right on. Well, CeeLo, I appreciate your time, and uh, is there anything else you want to touch on before we uh, wrap this up? No, that's it, man. I think I think we covered it all, buddy, man. I appreciate it, man. All right, yeah, appreciate it, and uh, we'll keep uh, sharing your stuff, and uh, thanks for all the uh, Instagram love, and uh, we look forward to the new album. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, yeah, the album is out June 26th. Uh, you heard it about doing it all together. Link is in uh, the article attached with this podcast, so you can submit your videos by the end of the month and uh, maybe be featured in the official video. See Low Green, voice judge sunglass wearer uh superstar just awesome i love when people from genres crossover like i'm not a hip-hop guy i'm not an r&b guy but for but forget you is a is a fun one is a is a fun one that i uh grew up on a little bit in middle school high school whenever it came out that was everywhere so well that's dating me i just moved to la when that song came out not that far apart in age i'm older than i'd like to admit and uh and uh, so oh. are you anyway yeah, there we go well you know it's just great to chat with uh artists whether they're new or they're they're legendary like him and uh, you know it's it's fun to hear what he's been doing a superstar like himself who's obviously been on reality tv left and right and uh you know uh, records with his rap band Goody Mob and uh, you know it was cool because that was one of my questions that he actually got to before I was able to answer it uh, you know they're tentatively dating uh, an August release for the next project for Goody Mob well uh, maybe we'll have him back an excuse to have him back this was fun yeah for the Music Universe podcast I'm Matt and I'm Buddy thanks for listening and keep checking out the musicuniverse.com uh-huh.